Again, this didn't might... they win? I haven't seen Cool Runnings in a very <laughs> long time. I thought the whole point but... of Cool Runnings is they end up not winning. Oh, I really? Have not seen. Someone Google it. No. was Glee good today we are discussing um episode five of season one the road's not taken um i'm liz i'm robbie i'm lily we are excited to talk about this <laughs> yeah we are it's true so i'm going to start with reading a little wikipedia summary of the plot of the episode so we get done everything that happens okay ready will trying to find a 12th member in the wake of rachel's defection to the school musical recruits former glee club star april rhodes Finn flirts with Rachel continuously in an attempt to convince her to return, hoping that having her in the club will increase his chances of gaining a music scholarship. Uh, you can't read. Well, Finn takes Rachel bowling. They kiss briefly after Rachel, <laughs> after Rachel bowls a strike. Sure. <laughs> Very romantic. Such an interesting detail to include. <laughs> Go on. Although Rachel is angry when she discovers that Quinn is pregnant, she ultimately rejoins the club. Will confesses to once having had a crush on April and encourages her to sober up and pursue her dreams of performing on Broadway. The Glee Club performs invitationals, launching themselves into the show choir competition circuit. This might be one of the first times that I have major issues with the Glee plot summary <laughs> it, like, on Wikipedia. Things. They're interpre- interpreting things interestingly. Very differently. Like, it makes it sound like that strike was very important. <laughs> I don't remember that that happened. Okay, so wait. So when we talked about this last week... All I remembered from this episode, it turns out, was that it's the Kristen Chenoweth episode. Yes. yes. And I was so excited about that that I didn't think about, like, what else happens. It's not important. Doesn't they give really Kristen Chenoweth three songs, they do. and thank God. Right? <laughs> they do. Last week was, Parker's was so much plot, and there's almost no song. There's and this still is so much like, plot here. This is Yeah, so this, this is was clearly written to be like, Kristen Chenoweth is here. <laughs> She's here. <laughs> and a delight. And it's a lot. And that's true. Rachel's plot goes through what should be like three episodes. Oh. She quits and rejoins at musical <laughs> 14 times. So the thing that the Kristen Chenoweth thing brought up for me is, so all of these adults, so Will and April went to high school together, as did Will and Terry. None of the other adults went to high school together, which is it's just that. weird. Because like it's L- Lima, 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 Lima. It's Lima. With the implication being that people the moved, moved there. To Lima. No, yes. Or that they're just different. You can be more than four years apart. No, there is only one age of adults. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I mean, like Will and and um, Emma and Ken are all supposed to be roughly the same age. Yeah, I Sue think so in this crazy episode, I believe, like, says that she is thirty. <laughs> they're from like other town in Ohio. And then the, the high school had an opening, Fair. so now they live in the... Or they don't they, live they in, live they in don't have to yeah, live okay, in wait, Can we start at the beginning? No, we yes. have to talk more about Ohio. <laughs> we will! Okay, so this... We Ohio- haven't alienated all seven of our Ohio <laughs> listeners. Sorry. Um, so this episode starts with the Glee Club rehearsing Don't Stop Believing. Songs Rachel. Songs Rachel. Yes, it I is- just have Quinn singing Rachel's part in Don't Stop Believing is offensive to me. It's not great. And then she immediately runs off to vomit because she is... Pregnant. Indeed pregnant. Yeah. And Santana loudly announces that they just can't do Don't, don't Stop Believing without Rachel. Which is... True, though. Fair. But Will also agrees. Their teacher is like... You guys are You're right. You're kind of right, yeah. <laughs> You're all used They're 16. Encourage them. <laughs> um, also, Amber Riley is right, right there. there. Not singing. Right there. I mean, she's it. like doing background babadas. She gets but, a few solos this episode, which is good. Thank God. Although they only serve to highlight how 
great she how crazy it is how great she is that she's like, always yeah or at least how crazy it is that there's a plot point about how no one else can <laughs> see this right. solo it's like it's Quinn or Rachel only two options yeah um then I think it's well Finn's like worried that the dancing will hurt Quinn's baby <laughs> right um sure he also he also says cause Will's like maybe you should talk to your mom about this which like fair but he's like I'd rather handle it myself my mom has enough to worry about so again just like Sure. I also have the note down, Will is officially keeping his student's pregnancy a secret, except for how he shares it as a sexy secret with Emma. Yes. Well, even, like, they're already talking. The implication being there's a scene of him, like, walking into her office and, like, leaning oh, down ew. sexually into her hair and being like, do you want to know some gossip? I don't know if there is that implication. I hate it. I hate <laughs> it so much. So, then, um... It's at the diner or whatever. Yeah, it's Will and Terry at a diner. Will wants to know why Terry hasn't had morning sickness, which, like, is not a thing every pregnant person has. Right, and she lies by being like, oh, you should see me throwing up at work. Right. Which, like, no, just be lying. Just be, saying, like, not I don't every... have it. Yeah. Like, someone teach sex ed liars. at this school, I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> like... Um, she does describe herself as with child in order to get <laughs> another slice of pie, and with child is the way we should all say it all the time. Absolutely. <laughs> I also want to know, so Terry, in, in this scenario, is just buying gradually Serious. larger fake bellies just over yes. time. She has oh. a range of belly sizes. Yes. <laughs> Where is she getting these? What, is she constructing them? Guys, Did we ever see it? Clearly you do not watch the season one finale many times, in which Will dramatically discovers her stock of fake bellies. Wait, is that real? Okay, I got to like spoil the end of season one, <laughs> but yes, it's. I think it's done in one of those like dramatic silent scenes where like music plays. Oh yes, 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 they yes. Don't I do remember this. And music oh plays God. loudly, and he like throws that. In I mean, he gets real on, mad. Based he gets on how cool he is, I wouldn't be shocked right. if he was just blowing up like, <laughs> larger balloons <laughs> under her shirt. <laughs> a man who never touches his wife's stomach in any situation. Jesus. Anyways, okay, so, I don't so she's eating grasshopper pie. Right. So Terry's eating grasshopper pie. Oh, and the, the waiter comes over and yeah. is like, oh, I know you, I went to, you were my Spanish teacher, oh, so yes, like, ding, ding, Will does, in fact, has taught someone Spanish in this episode. <laughs> um, and this kid's like, oh, I go to this other high school now, they keep failing me so I can continue to be in vocal adrenaline. Carmel High, the one that did the good yeah. rehab number. Will, instead of being like, that's fucked up, that's insane, or even, even taking it to like, I bet I could take this other glee club down by revealing that their members are inappropriately 24 years old. Which would have the added benefit of allowing their, like, arrested development to continue. Right, he would actually be doing a nice thing for this poor 24-year-old posing <laughs> as a 17-year-old. Um, takes inspiration from this. Sure. Um, but in the meantime, we have Emma meeting with Finn, where she says, Very few students get athletic scholarships. True. Lots of them get full rides for music. Not less true. true. Yeah. No, way less true. Like, <laughs> Unless you play, like... The bassoon. Right. And very well. Very well. He also, okay, singer cannot dance. So, like, if, you, if there are, in fact, many music scholarships in Ohio, I don't know that Finn Hudson qualifies. I don't well, know if the show so, choir has them either. Yeah, show choir. Not a Normal thing. choir, You, you get, like, great choir, playing instruments. Orchestra and band. But similar Marching to the band. football thing, this, her solution is for him to talk to Rachel to get her to come back, because if the entire Glee Club is more successful... Finn Hudson, specifically, is more likely Has a better chance. If Rachel comes and sings. Again, not about whether or not Finn Hudson is particularly good at this scale, but whether like he looks good because someone else is doing a good job. Again, Which is maybe a storyline about the patriarchy? Hmm. <laughs> base motivation here is, again, that he is a teen soon-to-be father. Sure. And that in itself is sympathetic. And he's but, surrounded by adults giving him bad advice. Right. How did we get here from 
there? Like, why isn't his You have to trick like, Rachel into coming back to the Glee Club so you so can get a scholarship so you, so you can, can take, take care, care of your baby. baby. Not like, hey, have you talked to your mom about how like, you're going to be a dad? Have you talked to your mom? What about adoption? Are you sure you want to keep Has it? she seen a doctor that isn't Terry Schuster? Also, yes. if you are if you find out that a teen girl is pregnant, maybe as the school counselor, she should be the person you talk yeah, to. Yeah, also, <laughs> good point. Yeah, so far, Quentin has ta- spoken to the following people. Terry Schuster, Noah Puckerman. Maybe end of list? <laughs> oh, Quinn. Oh, yeah, then, no, that's it, huh? Okay, so... I, don't uh, I guess Emma tells Finn, who cannot dance, that he should be a professional Glee Club member, if not a thing. Sure. She makes, I don't think it's, I don't know if it's a scene, or it feels like it might be the next scene, but she makes some comparison to the Jamaican bobsled team. That's, I think when she's yeah. talking to Will. Which, I don't think I got Who's that. like, hey. Oh, it cuts away to when she's yeah. talking to Will. Yeah. 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 But they didn't win, right? Is that the joke? I thought they did. I thought the whole point, and hold on, if I thought, again. This didn't point, they win? Did, I, I haven't thought, seen Cool Runnings in a very long <laughs> time, but. I thought the whole point but... of Cool Runnings is they end up not winning. Oh, I really? have not seen it. Someone Google it. No. I, Honestly, I always get it confused it. with that movie about biking, so I don't know. The, what? The movie about biking? The one that's the Ohio movie about biking? No. This, it was some movie my dad was The one where Joseph Gordon-Levitt Sorry, there's an Indiana movie about biking. No, it is not Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's old. What's the Indiana movie about biking? It might be that one. I don't know. Hoosier? Is it called Hoosiers? I don't fucking know. Anyway, I have too many things to Google now. Truly, the reason that this is so hard to describe is that there are probably 12 minutes of pure plot just to set up Kristen Chenoweth's introduction here. Yeah, they could have just said, and here is Kristen Chenoweth, and I would no, be like, I am fine Instead, with we have 12 minutes of Will Schuster, like, deciding he needs to go on with this plot. And fit. So the, the, the parallel they're trying to set up here, I believe, is this, like, Will-Finn thing they want you to think is, like, an equal parallel of, like... Finn needs Rachel to rejoin the show choir so that he can whatever. Right. Will needs April to join the show choir so that he can whatever. They both have weird inappropriate crushes on these people. <laughs> these people are both very more talented than they are. Right. But again, it takes them 15 few, pure minutes of plot to get there. At the end of Cool Runnings. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> they think they might be in contention for a medal and then their sled is too old and it breaks and they don't win. That's the whole point. The whole point is Oh my god, just, well this is a very good joke then if I remember that right. movie. feel good enough to come back in four years and compete again. They're just like, oh, like we we did okay. enough. Good joke. Not appropriate for Finn Hudson, who I believe only gets one shot at this fake Glee. Here's how, I would also believe that the Glee writers don't remember how cool running is. <laughs> or again, the real life event. Is, Ian Brennan, if you're listening, please tell me what you remember about cool runnings. Call it. I don't, sorry, I last on to that. So we also, somewhere in here, get a weird bit with Rachel yes. being interviewed by the Jacob Benadryl guy. I don't understand the point of it. No, it's like... He wants to see her bra. Not her boobs, to be clear. The biggest he can dream is her bra. So we're supposed to know that by Rachel not leaving the Glee Club to do this musical, she's being incredibly selfish and horrible, and it's, like, shown to us by, like, the... Sure. It's... Right, so she's in her... Jacob's interviewing her for the school paper. He sexually harasses her. He then is turned around and sexually harassed by Sandy Ryerson. Yeah, he's, like, in, like, a fun loop of sexual assault that we are not going to address again. He does, like, a little joke. There is more later in the episode. It does not get better. Yeah. Um... I think the implication is supposed to be that it's not a good musical. She's not having fun. She's literally only there because she's a selfish monster who wants to be the star. Right. right. Being berated by Sandy Ryerson. Right. Yeah. Sandy Ryerson is screaming at her in rehearsals. Jacob she also wants says, to I know what you're boobs. trying to do. You're trying to get me to quit so you can have the lead. But she's she probably right. Sandy Ryerson. She's probably correct, judging by later in the episode, but I think 
They make uh, a joke about him writing a role for himself yeah. as Cleopatra. Oh, okay. <laughs> also weird thing, so I remembered where I'd seen this actor before, because I was trying to make a Groundhog Day joke. Yeah, he's um, in Groundhog's Day. He's in Groundhog's Day. His name in that is Ned Ryerson. Oh. So, which is just a weird what thing a fun to joke. do. Yeah, so in that's my head weird. now, Ned Ryerson is like Sandy Ryerson's dad or something. Weird. Anyways, that's, that's just, <laughs> I don't know why you would give him the same last name as his most iconic I'd role, just like but. to reiterate that there are like 90 pure seconds of sexual harassment in this episode that we yeah. do not talk about. We're not going to name them that. We Never. are not going to address them. There will be no consequences besides just the fact having that a everyone's time miserable. Like musical, yeah. yeah. And then Will lays out his plan to Emma about getting, um... Which is where she he, makes he this He asks Emma to do something. Get her fired. Because he's the goddamn worst. Right, so he has Emma pull because she's the guidance counselor and I guess is the entire administrative... Than, ha- right. Yeah. <laughs> is the entire administrative staff of uh, this high school. Sure. Um, asked her to pull the file of this student he remembers who he believes did not graduate high school, Kristen Chenoweth, a.k.a. April Rhodes. Yes. Right, and then Emma immediately gets jealous? <laughs> well, to be fair, he spent the entire time being like, I had a crush on her, yes. and she's like, you told me you'd only ever had feelings for your wife. Which is like, insane emotionally, but fine. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, but she makes a joke here that is also funny, I think. What is it? Which is she tells that whole story about, like, she tells some whole story about, like, fault, like reconnecting with a high school person of some kind. I don't remember the... Lead up. But at the end, her punchline, her big thing with, like, every, and then bad things happened was, two months later, Versace was dead. I really <laughs> had forgotten about that. Yeah. Anyway, that was funny. <gasps> oh, she still delivers it really well. She's a silent afterwards she's for a while. she's got those giant yeah. eyes. Yeah. yeah. Very she's funny. Like, um, so anyways, we get Kirsten Genoway. And Fifteen minutes in, again. Yes. It's how long it takes us to do all of this plot right. building that is insane and unnecessary. Unnecessary, right. Like, so Ryan Murphy had worked with her before. He just wanted her in the show, clearly. I'm fine with that. Sure, and we all love her. We're all fine with that. She's fully 41 years old. Like, whatever. Get <laughs> yeah. her back in high it's school. It's a very fun right. visual gag. Yeah. <laughs> so he meets her at what is apparently her giant house. Right. Um, spoiler alert, it is not. Um, and She's she clearly says, drinking a water just, tumbler of wine. I just cracked open a fresh box of wine, which... I have a new favorite character. <laughs> and extremely same. <laughs> she says, um, comfortable as comfortable. I love her so much. Okay, should we not ever go back and address the fact that he's there for prostitution purposes, well, right? Well, he makes an appointment on her website or something. Yeah, he makes an appointment oh. on her website. She, she makes a joke about her appointments. I fully yes. missed this. She lets him in. She's drinking box wine. She goes to slip into more something more comfortable. She's using this house, which is not hers, we find out yes. very quickly. For appointments. For so appointments. Right, I did have a question the implication about that and is didn't get it. for sure sex work. Right. Okay, well, I'm a. Which again, we I don't know what's do happening. Do not address later. No, no it doesn't come over again. Not she's just like a kooky, sad lady. She gets a right. lot of like. She has a lot throw of those Sylvester style yes. throw away. Well, she's she, wacky, hers are devastating. Is about to perform a song from Cabaret very well, and so that's like not inappropriate. That's true. That's okay, true. so Will meets her, uh, clearly discovers that she's like borrowing this house, by which I mean squatting. 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 Um, and invites her back to McKinley High to complete her degree. She's only three credits short, and he says, I'll put you in my Spanish class. And infl- he just, out and out, is like, my Spanish class is a scam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's like, you don't ever you need get to just, take like, a few credits three high credits, school. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not how high school works. Um, Did you finish your language requirements? At no? this point, you do, in fact, just take the GED. Yes. Right. Yeah. Like, that's the plan. No, yeah. But he needs her to come back to high school and be enrolled so that she can be in his glee club. Sure. Although, it also says she dropped out of school and, like, hitchhiked to Broadway, and it didn't work out. Like, that's how she ended up in this position. But, like, if Kristen Chenoweth can't, like, make it based on music, Finn Hudson certainly cannot. <laughs> okay, well, you have to just ignore that in this 
<laughs> televisual Jesus world. Christ. Um, right. This is the point in my notes where, sorry to reference my notes, but I just have an all caps maybe this time. Yeah, same. It, I have an all caps. This song is so lovely and I cry because I'm fine. Every so, time. This is your favorite. This is like one of my favorite Glee songs, possibly my most favorite Glee cover. I have listened to it a thousand times. I fully forget every time that Rachel Berry is Leah Michelle's Okay, I've never understood why they interspersed the two. Because they're not not equally good. Okay, here's the thing. And they also don't put an equal amount of both. They just have Rachel do like three lines. I actually think it's perfect. Why? I think it's perfect. I think that they correctly proportioned Kristen Chenoweth and Leah Michelle. I think that Leah Michelle does not embarrass herself on this track. No. She's also an incredibly strong performer. It's much younger, which I think is appropriate given the circumstances that a 41-year-old woman has been invited to perform in her glee club. Sure. Um, I think they're trying to, to mash them together parallel-wise, because again, they're trying to do this, like, Will and April is the same as Finn and Rachel, despite the fact that one of these pairings is oh, they're not the 20 same at all, years yeah. older yeah, than the other. Yeah, it's impossible to understand. And I, also I appreciate that they Michelle tried to have some to narrative themes, and they, like, right, tried to like, bring oh, them she's through doing in the cabaret. song. Right, I get it. Okay. But, they tried. It is a perfect rendition of the song. It is perfect. Leah Michelle can't deliver it the way it needs to be delivered. Because she's, she's young. Fine. She's so young. But, and also, but like, I don't think it's... You're right. She doesn't embarrass herself. I think it's no. good. But also, she, it's correctly proportioned that we don't get too much of her. We mostly um, get Kristen Chenoweth, who... Yes. This is the first time she's seen this song and has now added it to her live repertoire Because all the time. she's so good at right. it. She's so good at it. Okay, hold on. Two notes about Kurt in this scene. Ah! One, <laughs> he is wearing a cobalt blue blazer with a floral t-shirt that, by the way, ten years later, I, I would like to wear today. Yeah, and two, one. when Kristen Turner finishes maybe this time and all the students are kind of like weirded out still because this 40-year-old, 41-year-old woman is performing, yeah. he's crying. Yes, we are all yeah. crying. We are all Kurt in this scene. It's Perfect. It's a perfect character note that Kurt, who came out last episode, which we're not talking about, like, just <laughs> gently crying about Kristen Chenoweth doing Maybe This Time. Oh my, God. Um, my next note is just in all caps, Will teaches Spanish. Yes, here yeah. are the sentences written on his chalkboard, as far as I remember, I don't speak a lot of Spanish. Sure. One, I will never buy a cell phone. <laughs> Two, <laughs> I don't want to give him anything for his birthday. <laughs> That's well, funny. now I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I paused it to be like, but he's trying- am I translating these correctly? I was. I'll screenshot it for the for the Instagram. <laughs> um, um, so, long story short, Kristen Chenoweth needs to win over the rest of Glee Club because they correctly think it's weird that she's there. Super weird. Right. So we get a montage. Of her getting Kurt drunk. Yeah, she gets Kurt drunk and gives him vintage muscle magazines. Perfect. And also appears to have given blowjobs to the entire football team yeah. in the shower. The notes I have: April's an alcoholic. Yes. Kurt has low confidence. Don't have sex with teens who should be celibate, and they definitely shouldn't be having sex with their forty-one-year-old classmate. Like, literally, have we had the chance to say teens should be celibate in every single episode of the show? Yes, and also don't have sex are with teens. Inappropriate sex with adult people. Adult, adult, an adult person. I hate Statutory. that. Like, we got this thing about how, like uh, Puck has sex with moms, and now it's okay for any adult woman to have sex with him. Right? It's not. No, that's statutory rape. She's yeah. a rapist now. We've invited a rapist into our glee club. And I. Yeah, why did, why have they, made, they tricked me into liking a statutory rapist? Right, I feel because that's tricked. fun. I feel dirty. It's horrible. Um, in the middle there, she does also teach um, Tina and Mercedes how to like smuggle things how out, to under, how to shoplift. Yeah, uh, which, which is funny. Useful. That's a crime I support. Yeah. <laughs> I support teen shoplifting. I also love <laughs> yeah. the gag. I'm gonna make that call. It's like a thing, right? It's like a dumb gag where it's like, whenever a woman is smuggling something out under her dress or skirt, it's like meats. Mm-hmm. And that is what she's demonstrating with is yes. like packed, like raw meat, and that's funny. That's it's funny. funny. It makes funny no guys. sense. Christian Chenoweth, by the way, is just a delight. I love. Oh, never she's so fun. She's just. I'm 
want to rewatch all of Pushing Daisies right. now. Oh yeah, I forgot she was That's, in it. She used to sing in it. I watch that YouTube clip a lot. Of her the name. Hopelessly Devoted to You? Yeah. Yes. Oh, Kristen Chenoweth. And Eternal Flame. She has two Kristen Chenoweth, come on our podcast. Meanwhile, <laughs> Chilberry, rehearsing for Cabaret, there are other students in the background. They're there. There are all the trouble there's, stones. There's, there's four students. There are four bored-looking students. never come into focus. Possibly they don't open their eyes. They definitely don't speak. <laughs> I think their eyes are closed. You to be clear, they're unpaid by union Sitting standards. down. Rachel's sitting up. They're literally just asleep. <laughs> Who are they playing? What scene is this? It's the chair dancing with Cabaret. Okay, so they're Come to the Cabaret. Come to the Cabaret. Yeah. Or Mama, whatever. No, it was Don't tell Mama. It was Cabaret, I think that staging is from Don't Tell Mama. Don't Tell Mama is the audition song from Veronica Mars. Yes. Sorry for knowing all of the <laughs> fictional Cabaret auditions that happen on TV. Perfect. Anyway, so Sandy Rae is screaming at Rachel once again. We're supposed to be like, it's so horrible. Why isn't she joining the, G- the Glee Club again? Oh, it's her pride because she's a monster and not right. just like 16 and driven. Right. I'm deeply angry about this plot line. Yeah, that's yeah, She then yeah. is crying in the bathroom because Who she's is? been screamed at Rachel. Oh, yeah, sure. April comes in to IP, whatever, his bathroom. Yeah. And Rachel correctly assesses and tells this adult woman that her behavior is fully inappropriate. Sure. Illegal, actually. Illegal. And she's like, I don't respect you. I don't want your advice. You're weird. You're definitely inappropriate. Um, she's right. And the only note I have down is, where are their parents? <laughs> a good question. If any of these students in a real high school told their parents who are in board in a suburb of Ohio. A human being older than you. Yes, any human being who's older than you. That it's a 41 year old woman has come to your high school and is sleeping with the football team. And is getting kids drunk in class. They would run screaming to the police, <laughs> so excited to have something to talk about. And they would be right. They'd be correct. They'd be very I love Kristen Chenoweth, but in this show, she should okay. be arrested. Yeah, she should be arrested. Which is like... Which normally when we say that, we're just saying we didn't enjoy a thing. In this no. case, literally, she should be arrested. Going to prison for statutory rape, but first perform again. Right. Because it is pleasant. Maybe she could do like a fun prison theme. Like, like she could do the like cell block tango. <laughs> I would love to see Kristen Chenoweth do the cell block tango. As would I, though. Later we will see Quinn and Santana oh, yeah, right. and, mm-hmm. and Brittany do it. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for several seasons down the road. That's okay. Now, am I missing anything? Or is next Finn teaching Rachel how to bowl? Oh, so there is a little bit. Well, they're running is, lines, and then they have to go bowling. What I have next is that, like, we get a scene with Kurt coming into school and Emma seeing him, mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. super drunk. And when he's drunk, he, like, dresses bad, which is weird and a funny note. He has, on, like, a <laughs> giant brown suit jacket. He looks like a like a drunk businessman. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, I have that after bowling. I don't know. I have that before bowling. Who Definitely, knows? Okay. two things happen. Sure. One, Kurt shows up drunk. Vomits on his shoes. This is when she reveals, she, like, finds out that April's getting these students drunk. And tells it to Will. And Correct. tries to explain tells. to him what, like, being a good adult is. And he's, of course, she's having like, none of it. pretty angry, which is yeah, correct. Right. And he's like, you just don't understand how motivating them. This is their new classmate and they love it. And she's like, no. But, that, <laughs> but then she also doesn't do Because she's in love with him. Right. Sure. She wants We've to kiss him more than she wants to protect 17-year-olds. <laughs> Um, I realized now I've forgotten something because then after that we get Will and her at the place where they perform karaoke. Is that also the bowling alley? Yes. Yeah, but that's just, but it's a separate. But it's a separate team. No, but the but we, they don't see each other there. Because we cycle back. That's where I got confused. Is it? The, are they both there at the same time? Unclear. Because we they we get, they had a right. set. We get the first part of bowling and then we do all this and then we get the second part of bowling. You're right. Yes. Which is weird. Yeah. 
Time, um, time is fake. We are missing a pretty vicious scene in which Finn invites Rachel to run lines for her musical. The implication yeah. being that he's, he's, like, he's seducing her. He's flirting with oh. her. Yeah. And he, you can see, like, they make it very clear that you can see the gears turning in his head. Like, I'm doing this because of the plot we had earlier in the episode, which right. is he needed her to come back. Right. And it, there's no, it's not yeah. good. It's, like, dark and weird. It's I not good. It. He's just... taking advantage of a 16-year-old girl's feelings for him. <laughs> There's also at some point when Chris and Chen, basically Will tells um, April that if she's going to stay in the Glee Club and high school at age 42, she can't be drunk there, Um, which is an interesting Uh, boundary to set. Um, No, go ahead. Sorry. Fair. Right. Right. good boundary. But she says, like, I'm on the wagon, which just, like, to me, always sounds like the opposite of what it is. When someone says they're on the wagon, it always sounds to me like they're drinking, but it means that you're on the drunk wagon. Yeah, I'm on the drunk wagon. Right. Um, I'm packing no. the bar that's on the wagon. Right. Right. It's like one of those I would little, go to a it's wagon a party bar. wagon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like those little, like, the trolleys that you have to pedal. Yes. And you get yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, anyways, so we misunderstand. She's on the wagon, which means she's not drinking. We're all four years old. <laughs> right. Um, they say, how will I get you alone? That's the next note I have. I think yeah. I, I got bored. And I think I, I, it might be better than the heart version. I find the heart version boring. The heart version's boring. I don't like that Matthew Morrison is performing in front of me and is clearly meant to be like a heartthrob, but I do love Chris and Jenna. And I don't think he's bad in this song. No, I, I think fine. they work it's well. It's enjoyable. Together, to yeah. It's, yeah, it's not and bad. I, I also like it, her, he's like blatantly admiring her singing, and it seems more like Matthew Morrison admiring Kristen Chenoweth, and I actually find it really sweet. Yes. He's like clearly just like can't believe he's up there. She's clearly amazing, and he knows it. Like I do really like that. Okay, so this scene is where I think the the like Will and Finn parallels take quite a hard, hard turn. In one lane of this bowling alley, we have Finn teaching Rachel how to bowl. Yes, it is sweet. It is a little the patriarchy, but in a nice way. Mm-hmm. You get the impression they're flirting. That she, they're actually genuinely enjoying themselves. She actually does not know how to bowl. It she's seems. like, do I have makes to put sense. my fingers in? Right, because like, she has two dads gay are two gay men who don't bowl. I guess they like love Broadway and don't bowl. Fine. And to be clear, bowling ball, balls are, are gross. They're disgusting. You she's right, but he like very sweetly teaches her how to bowl. It's yeah. very nice. They share pizza. Three lanes over, theoretically. <laughs> they don't see it. Choir teacher is dumping his high school crush. Who is rolling on horse tranks. <laughs> <laughs> and has recently, again, sexually assaulted many of their classmates. Sure. So here's the thing, which is like, Glee... It's bad. They want me to <laughs> so much in the name of they, sweetness, and yes. it doesn't work. Well, but they also right. just want you to, like, roll with... Like, half of this episode is very dark, right? In that, like, her where April Rhodes' backstory is very dark. Yes. We're still dealing with teen pregnancy. Yes. Like, Teens no are crying, which is always heartbreaking. Yes. yes. But we're also in a cartoon universe where yeah. he, like, has a fun joke about horse tranquilizers and, like... Yeah, a thing that will kill you. Yeah, like... It's not good. It's not good. It, it, needs, it exists in both places, and it's when it's working, it's fine. Yeah. You're like, a musical number's happening, I'm having fun, I accept both halves of this. Right. But when it breaks down, and as even, in that bowling alley... Right. <laughs> and I feel like, and even when you get to the other side of that, where it's a little more contained, the, the Finn and Rachel stuff were, like... He likes a girl who likes him back. That's really sweet. He likes the... He's he's on a date with this girl so he can manipulate her for the sake of his pregnant girlfriend who he has not mentioned in 30 minutes. Right. Which is more darkly sweet, actually, because he has dreams to Darkly sweet, but it's also child. just dark. Sometimes, sometimes they want me to, like, take this relationship seriously, and sometimes they want me to think it's just, like, cute and sweet and whatever, and, like, who cares about Quinn, and, like, it's gonna work out. They're all 16. It's just a TV show. Right. Yeah. You're like, it is fake. We get What? That. This becomes even more clear in the next episode, just a little, little jump ahead. Yes. Where, like... You get more detailed that Emma Pillsbury um, 
Terry Schuster, Will Schuster thing, where you're like, yes. we're expected to believe this is sweet, but it's adultery. Right. And like, right. yes. Right. There's dark shit happening. Um, the other note I have here is that, meanwhile, Brittany is just gently touching Santana's hair. I noticed that. This is in every we'll episode get into of the first more, six episodes. Yeah. I yeah. like, actually, the continuity yes. where we'll get into well, that. So we, I mean, we're obviously not going to get into this really until season two, but one of the reasons that this relationship between Brittany and Santana comes to be later is that they had laid this groundwork and laid this groundwork and laid this groundwork where, like, these two characters are always side by side. Yeah. And not just side by side, but, like, affectionate. Like, they, yeah, they, they, they really they, like each other's company. Yeah. They're always touching each other. It's, it's not just even, a like, background girls. Joke. It's a background yeah. joke, but then, like, when they... There's this throwaway line toward the end of the yeah. season where uh, Brittany says, um, sex isn't dating. If it was, Santana and I would be dating. Yeah. And fans, like, lost their fucking minds But I love this. that they committed to that. Yeah. Like, they didn't and, just leave it alone. Right. And, like, I think if that joke been, like, stood on its own, it would not have... There would have been nothing there to, like, back this relationship up. It would have just been like, what the and fuck And so I actually think yeah. it never would have happened, because there wouldn't have been, like, but look what you've been doing. It's not fair to do this right. and not make it real. Yeah. But it is, it's nice. In the background of literally every episode are just, like, these two teen girls, like, holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Oh, but at the bowling alley, just because it's important to the plot, um, Rachel says she will quit the play literally because Finn wants her to, yeah. um, which I found realistic and sad. Yes, she does um, not know that Quinn is pregnant. Yeah, she doesn't know that Quinn is pregnant yet. Right, right. She, um, he wants her to, and he thinks, she thinks it's like, oh, he likes me, he wants me to come back. Right, and so she says yes, and then she kisses him, he kisses her back. It's very sweet. Men are trash. Men are garbage. Just Although sweet. this is an interesting sort of moral, like, quandary if you really want to get into it, because of course it is not his baby. It's not his baby. Also, he is and 16. he should He's know 16. it's not his baby. Yeah. Yes. If someone should... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go to the oh, Glee Club rehearsal. I just have down in all caps, first Finn slap. Yeah. So Finn's yeah, getting yeah. slapped. So yeah. Puck reveals to everyone that Quinn is pregnant. Oh, okay. And then figure out, like, why is Quinn throwing up so often? Right. Apparently none of the 16-year-olds have ever seen a TV show. Right. Yeah. So Puck, they're all like, like, maybe she hates Glee Club. <laughs> and Puck knows for sure, but he tries to pass it off as, like, you're all maybe, idiots. Yeah, you're all dumb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, it is his As baby. if he would have known if no one had told right. him. Right. And this is a deeply immoral So act. Rachel walks back in expecting... Yeah! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's gonna tell everyone. Don't have a pregnancy or anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Don't tell people Don't shit about other people. So Rachel walks back in very funnily, announcing that, like, She's back, and in lieu of flowers, they can make a donation to a charity. Yep. <laughs> God bless her. And uh, really, no one cares because they're busy talking about this pregnancy, which they quickly reveal to her, and right. she is devastated. Yeah. Finn walks in, and I think this is where she, she slaps him. She slaps him. First Finn slap. <laughs> um, she also says her dreams are bigger than Finn, which is a correct thing to say, though they don't seem to be because she did come no, back. No, I have that written straight. down, too, that she says the following things. One, my dreams are bigger than you, and two, you could have just been honest with me. She's the most emotionally healthy character on the show in this episode. Yeah, right? it'll break down, but for now, sure. she, all of her opinions right. are correct. Yes. So now yeah. she is quickly She's like, again. realizes that April is uh, an inappropriate classmate. She tells True. her so. She tells Finn, you could have just been honest with me if you wanted me to come back to, like, to help you get a scholarship she probably would have done it she loves him yeah yeah and also uh my dreams are bigger than you a perfect sentence oh god right it's a very taylor swift sentence but it's a good sentence that's a good point i think it's actually a taylor swift lyric but it should be <laughs> somewhere mean my favorite taylor swift <laughs> no, song I, controversial if opinion. i had to guess i think it would be in 15 no that's fair that's a little sadder but i guess yeah you're a little uplift but i the swear end. it is yeah, a taylor yeah. swift lyric <laughs> yeah. yeah it is i could see it um what happens next? Does April Rhodes come in? Because there's a scene soon there, where she no. straight up kisses Puck in front of all the teens in Ew, Here, Here's what's next. Ew. Their performance oh my God. that they have the... not mentioned before. Oh my God. There's an auditorium people full of people waiting to see us perform. How? Who? Yes. What? How right did Right before they, this when? performance, April Rhodes enters in her 
like they're all wearing normal cowboy getups, and she's got a beautiful pink cowboy getup. Hold on. This is the problem I had with the um, summary we read at the beginning of the episode, is that it, meant, it calls it an invitational. An invitational is where you invite other teams to compete against you in a non-official sanction. Like, it's not part of the state-sanctioned whatever. Right, but it's just like is, a fun event. This is just it's not part of the state-sanctioned glee state club. club. Um, <laughs> the state glee club. The communist glee club. Um, <laughs> this is literally just this glee club performing two songs. For they say people. act Every one, song. which is one song. Right. And then they say, act two, the other song. Oh, I thought there were three songs. They just do the they, they, they only do two. You're right. Yeah. They and all those people voice. drove all the way to Not school. Not an invitational, also, it'll take 10 minutes. Right. 10 20 minutes. of you There's put a 10 minute change. intermission. Yes. That's well, like, there is a very long intermission, with, which has time for them to like replace their main performer and do a costume change. Yeah. So, in total, it's 30 minutes, five of them singing. Yeah. So, the first number, Carrie Underwood, they're all in country get ups. Yeah, April it's Rhodes a last name, yeah. Beautiful pink. Kisses Puck on the lips. A yep. high school student. She yep. is 41 years yep. old. In front of everyone. No one cares. It's a great song. It would be inappropriate even had she not slept with many of the boys on that. True. Um, the person who does great. care, by the way, is Emma, who still is... She hasn't said anything to anyone else, but she's clearly upset. She walks in and is like, uh, April just almost rode me down in the parking lot. Like, she's clearly drunk. That's right, true. right. And they make it clear it's not that she's jealous at this point. It's that literally April is a danger to others. Right, and Emma's she has doing a her job. Right. I mean, kind of. Again, has not reported it, but she's Doing some version of her job. She feels guilt. Yeah. Which is more than most. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, She's this not is a fun. Psychopath. We so, get to see Kristen Chenoweth sing her third song. Yeah, which I is great. It. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. Will finally draws a line in the sand um, and is like, you can't be drunk out there. Oh yeah, because she showed up drunk. Right? Yeah. And then Kristen Chenoweth is like, it's their turn now. I have to stop hogging the sunshine, which is correct, but it's not d- true to the character as we have not seen Not at all. She and also she says, the students are lucky to have you. Wrong. They are not. No, they're Correct. not. Correct. Uh, a man who manipulates and betrays them. <laughs> yep. Um, Invited a 41-year-old to rape them. Took, yeah. <laughs> allowed them to be raped by an adult person. Yep. And then refused to kick her out of his club until it, like, embarrassed him. Yep. Yeah. In front of Until the, the woman, woman he has an inappropriate crush on, yes. like, said something. This is bookended then by Rachel's return to the Glee Club, where she sees that they're losing yeah. Kristen Chenoweth. Yeah. Also, yeah. And is she like, watching the performance? Yeah, yeah she's there in the yeah. auditorium, because okay. she loves Glee. She says, I realize being a star didn't make me feel as special as being your friend. That's very it's sweet. sweet. It's very sweet. But also, she's she knows now that she's returning because Finn needs her in order for himself to maybe get this scholarship. Mm-hmm. She's allowing herself Has to be she connected all those dots? Yeah, he, they talk about it oh, in the She's allowing herself to be manipulated. It's a lot of The moment is placed. Sure it's a dots. bad plot. <laughs> this is a bananas episode. Um, she's allowing herself to be manipulated. It's played as sweet. I don't think it's sweet. I think it's weird. Yeah. That's very weird. Then Will says, Emma also looks costume. like fucking delighted by Will's choice to kick a rapist out of his club. Fucking. <sighs> which is such a low bar. Oh, God. Um, then Will says, go get in your costume. Yeah. Stop calling jeans and a t-shirt a costume. Okay. Also, she quit. Why so does why she, does she have a costume? Right, that's not Kristen Chenoweth, because Kristen Chenoweth is three and a half feet tall. <laughs> and weighs about 85 pounds. I do have a note about this costume. So, you know, slightly smaller than Leah Michelle, but yeah. like a pound. Right. An important note, which is that Amber Riley looks fucking great in it. She looks incredible. She looks like the best lesbian. Yes. <laughs> she's right. It's, so it's just jeans, a, like a cobalt blue tucked in, button down, and a black yes. tie. Right. And she's got her, like, down to her eyebrows bang long black hair. She looks fucking amazing. This entire 
invitational quote unquote, <laughs> unquote, unquote is like a fun little reminder that Amber Riley should be the star right, of the show. Right, like in the next number, which is the the, the Queen song that, whose name I, I have down somebody to love. Yes. is the next number, and I just have down everyone. Fuck off! I love this fucking oh, show. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. It's, it's so good. So good. It's the first thing they perform on a stage with people watching and the lights and the costumes yes. and they're it's happy. It's like triumphant and yes. oh. Finn can't quite hit all the notes, but it doesn't matter. It's fine, honestly. Leah Michelle does it. Amber Riley gets a Amber moment. Amber Riley fucking kills it. And the way Rachel like gazes at Finn while they sing classic. <sighs> Rock songs just like murders good me. Actress? Oh my God. <laughs> this is like there's not a bad number in this episode. No, which might be the first episode where that's. True. I would say like the many pilot. of the like top fifty numbers are in this episode. Yeah, like all the numbers in it make the top fifty yes. list in my 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 list. My yes. top 50 I list. think so. I had forgotten about the Carrie Underwood, but it was so much fun. It was so yes. much fun. Oh, maybe that wouldn't make top fifty, but it was good. But it was good. I didn't yeah. have a problem with it. Yeah. Yes. Again, think of Kristen Chenoweth with three out of four of the songs. Can't go wrong. Wait. Are there, is there a song she doesn't sing? Um, somebody love. Oh yeah, hello. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really perfect moment. So just like YouTube, Glee somebody yeah, to love do it. and give yourself it's that little actually really good. It's you should so do it. yeah. good. And they all they lose kind of the like they've been very clear cut characters this episode. Like Puck is mean and like out Quinn's pregnancy and Quinn is kind of like on the sidelines and sad. And like when they're yeah. performing, they lose all of that. They're just like ten really good performers, twelve yeah. really good performers, and that's so fun to watch. And an important distinction here, right? So the Carrie Underwood number, it's really just Kristen Chenoweth. They kind of join her for the chorus. Yeah. They. This is a full on yes. Glee club performance. Yeah, this is what it's supposed choir. to be. Yes. They sing together. Yes. They share solos. They have rearranged the songs mm-hmm. such as that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And their choreography seems planned, but like teens could do it because you yes. see Corey Monteith doing it, so you know it's doable. Yeah. Yes. You know that like Heather Morris is a little better than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Mike Chang. Yeah. She like yeah and yeah. Which we'll get to you next episode. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Anyway, it's really, really, really perfect. It's yes. really perfect. A weird fact about this episode that I didn't realize until the very end. Sue only has one scene. Oh. What's her scene in this? She has one scene where they're talking about the musical in some way. Because she's also orchestrating that, remember? I don't right. remember her scene, actually. I'm, I'm scrolling through my notes. I don't... Where was that? What was it? I don't know. She's what not really she... in this episode is the point, and that's kind of Yeah, nice. she's not, which is weird. But nice. It's a nice little break. Because you don't need it, because you've got a lot of, like, weird evil shit going on No, anyway. you're already yeah. wacky And I also nuts. think that April Rhodes and Sue Sylvester in the same episode is too much for me to believe. Like, you could not have those characters. Right, because what's the stuff you get? Because <laughs> when you get, like, the four sentences of April Rhodes' backstory where it's like, listen to all these wacky things she did, it's very Sue Sylvester, and it's like, this is a cartoon world yes. where it's, right. nothing makes sense. Yes. Sure. So you, to have all that at once would be too much. I agree. Anyways, good episode. Okay, so, three words or less. Was Glee good this week? Yes. Period. Insane, but good. Uncomfortably, yes. Fair. I think that's good. It's Glee. Was Glee moral this week? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) There's good quality and then there's good moral. Yeah. What percentage of the characters belong in jail? (laughs) (laughs) A solid number. Was it fun to watch? Sure. Right, this is Glee at, like, what I think my brain just always remembers Glee as, which is, like... Fun, a little bad, several jokes that are just like off color and or inappropriate. Immoral. Yeah. Um, but fun. Yeah. I had fun the whole time I watched it. I didn't want to like look away. No, it's considerably it more than three words. Yeah. <laughs> I and I know, my three words past. I have now explicated. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's run through the list of songs real fast. Okay. Which yes. of these have you listened to on purpose oh, since what? this episode aired? It's gonna be embarrassing. This don't stop time. believing the redo at the beginning. Literally never. No. I don't think they released that. No. So no. Maybe this time. Yes, a hundred million times. So much. I listened to it yesterday. <laughs> Constantly. This one, Kristen Chenoweth performing it live. There's a mm-hmm. good YouTube video of just separately unrelated to Glee. Yes, we have tweeted it. Please watch it. I yeah, haven't even do. seen Cabaret and I've listened to this song a lot. Well, yes. I've never seen Cabaret. I'm not familiar with Cabaret. What? 
Sorry, it's cabaret. You love cabaret? I'm sorry, um, cabaret. Alone, which they perform uh, at the bowling alley. Um, probably once or twice when it came out, but yeah, not, not, a, not a ton, but I, I definitely think, yeah, had it. Before their repertoire got huge, I think I probably listened to it. When I was desperate for Glee songs I loved to loved the cast soundtrack. Um, last name? No, no, because at the time this came out, I didn't care for country music, which was a yes. mistake. You fucked up. Like it was right. We all were too young. Yeah, yeah, to understand that we were allowed to like things that other people didn't. Yeah. Now I love this song. I listen to it. I'm like, this is fun. I'm into it. Yeah, so. I'm a complete Um, And Somebody to Love. Over and over. I'm yeah, that so one's sorry. good. <laughs> Obviously. Okay, so this week we have a question from a listener. First of all, Yay! thank you, Ellen, for listening to our podcast. God bless you. One listener. You're actually the only person. It's just the three of us and Ellen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a hundred um, bots. And a hundred <laughs> bots. That I paid for. All right, so Ellen wants to know, she says, Hi, I love the podcast. I was thinking you should discuss if there are songs you discovered through Glee. I have lots of embarrassing stories about starting to like songs after Glee covered them. Most embarrassing Don't we all? being creeped by Radiohead. I just have one note on this. One, there's nothing embarrassing about finding out about music like it's fine um and two i got into radiohead after panic at the disco <laughs> so mine's worse i have a really great answer oh okay because yes. it is maybe this time oh that's such yeah right because you've never seen cabaret i've never seen cabaret i didn't know anything about cabaret i still barely do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but i love it i love that song now yeah that seems right um i mean i have many answers to this question there are like countless songs that i learned about oh i'm Grigley. sure there's more that i'm just even thinking of um, but one of the ones that stands out to me is, uh, We Are Young, that fun song. I'm sure really? I would have heard it sooner or later because it was everywhere, but the first time I heard it was on this song, and that album went on to become one of my favorite albums, which if you want to talk about embarrassing things, that's one of them. To this day, it makes me cry. Um, but yeah, that was, I found fun through, um, Glee. That's I'm so look good. quickly at a list to, like, see what else comes to mind. Right, I'm assuming. Um, definitely Bust Your Windows is not a song I would have heard before sure. Glee because I was sure. 2000. What if you were like I, Gold Digger? I'd never heard it. Like, I didn't know what Gold Digger was. Um, and I, it was not the first I'd obviously heard of Journey or listened to Journey songs, but it was one of those things where I had never given them the time. I got until really I heard into Don't Stop Believing. Right, I got this, really yeah. into Don't Stop Believing in a way that I was not before. Yeah. And I think that's more common for me as songs that I did not give any time to until I heard like fun show choir arrangements of them. Oh, you know what one? Um, the Madonna song, Express Yourself. Ooh. I'm not actually very into the Madonna oof, but I love the cover that they do, and yes. it was very, like, empowering. And, yeah, uh, I think a number of the Madonna, like, I wasn't a huge Madonna person, express yourself. This is, actually, I think this is where I learned that Borderline even is a Madonna song. Mm-hmm. That's an early yeah. one that people don't this think about Madonna, a lot, so, yeah. Yeah. but it's, like, my favorite Madonna song. Okay. And we did expose it to me. They do, we, we've talked about this before. It's 2017, and we can acknowledge that many of the Glee arrangements were very good. Were Some very of good. them better yeah. than the originals. Also, we were teenagers when this was happening. I didn't know shit about shit. Right. <laughs> but what I listened to is like, Fall Out Boy, and then, like, I would just download literally random things from people yes, I thought were Tumblr. cool yeah. on, like, Tumblr and Live. Okay, Tumblr. tweet at us at Wesley Good and tell us which songs you got into because you heard them on Glee. We will not make fun of you, no matter what the answer is. At least There's, not not on Twitter. Not on Twitter. <laughs> There's actually genuinely no embarrassing answer at this point, because no. Glee no. covered no. every song. Nothing is so. embarrassing if you aren't embarrassed. Right, just don't be embarrassed. Anyway. Um, okay, so, the other thing that has happened recently is that both Ryan Murphy and Leah Michelle have revealed in various interviews, I think actually both on Watch What Happens Live, um, which they consider to be the worst songs Glee ever did. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like you now to guess Ryan Murphy, Leah Michelle. Is Gold Digger on there? <laughs> I, I strongly no. believe no. Yeah. It is not. Uh, Neither of these people consider it. Wait, wait. 
keep in mind, this show ran for 15 years. Yeah. Wait, so worst song in terms of, like, this song is bad or their version of it is bad? I think just that it was a low moment in Glee. Okay. Is any of them songs. sit down and rock in the boat? No. They, they covered so many songs on the show. Um, um, My um, only hint is they were both... Is one of them Fix You? If it's not Fix no. You, then I quit the yeah. Bye, it was nice knowing you. No, I'll give you the hint that these both of their answers are songs that were gimmicky in pop culture at the moment. Oh. And so, like, they oh, covered is them one of them Gangnam to, Style? Yes, one of Ryan Murphy's is Gangnam Style. I forgot they did that. Of course you did. It As was we so all horrible. Like to, yeah. yeah, Ryan Murphy apparently has remembered and kept it in his one of them, soul. Um... The mashup of Let's Have a Kiki and Turkey Lucky Time. No, I wish. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the that best, best song we've ever done. <laughs> I'll give you one more guess, and then I'll tell you what Leah Michelle's answer was. Do you want to give us a hint? It's just that it was a gimmick. Oh. Um, um, it was in the later seasons, obviously, but I honestly don't remember. It might have been in the pu- Puppets episode. Do you remember? I don't remember that there was a Puppets episode. I'm just going to tell you. It was, um, What Does the Fox Say? Ugh. I forgot they did that. God, I hate that song. I, I blacked that, song that existed. out. Yeah. As I've tried to. Um, I would just... Season one of Glee has its ups and downs and we're really engaging with it. I don't know that the puppets episode in which they do What Does the Fox Say <laughs> is honestly worth discussing ever again. We may skip it. Two minute episode. Two minute episode. We, we give ourselves that. Just screaming. Just give me a heads up years in advance. It's just two minutes of us screaming. Um, yeah. I have a quick Instagram quiz. Okay, I'm ready. So, I was doing a little investigation, um, trying, what's, like, the appropriate level of, like, just put, like, allegedly in a lot of places, mm-hmm. right? Trying to figure out, uh, what Kevin McHale, who plays Artie's sexuality, may or may not be. And so I went to his Instagram. <laughs> and his profile picture, I would have liked to have blown up and seen larger. But unfortunately, <laughs> For I'm- purposes of science. <laughs> Fortunate Instagram now, when you tap on a profile picture, it opens up their Instagram story. And so I was shocked to see this Instagram story. He okay. only has one photo in it right now. What do you think Kevin McHale's Instagram story is currently? Do we get a hint? N- one guess, no hint. Second guess, hint. Is he dancing? No. Is it him at whatever the most recent anti-Trump march is? Was he at Fire Festival? <gasps> was he at Fire no, Festival? No, <laughs> I wish. And no, but you're closer. He's not in it. Okay. It's a photo of a place he went to that feels vaguely political. Trump Tower? No. Mm. Uh, more vague. More vaguely Wait, hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Vaguely related to... Standing Rock. No. Um, a project he was recently involved in. Rock. Uh, Stonewall. Yeah, it's Stonewall. What? <laughs> it's just a photo of Stonewall. Is it him in Stonewall? No, no it's just, just like a walked photo by of... It? He walked by Stonewall. Okay, so he was just in New York. Yeah. Congrats. He was just in the village. He was just in the village. Cool. But... Happy for I, Kevin McHale. I that to, is a very I funny, went to yeah. open it. It's a very funny visual experience. Yeah. I mean, I do feel like taking pictures of Stonewall is a very popular I'm an ally Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm cool with sexuality. I will just post this with no caption. I don't care what you think. <gasps> Only like, real gays know that the only thing to do at Stonewall is get too drunk and almost have sex in the back. <laughs> just kidding. Katy Perry's always playing at Stonewall. It's not always. a good place. Oh my god. It's not the a good place. Oh, that's right. Like, the, the first few months we were friends, we all independently... Ended up at Stonewall, yeah. where Katy Perry was playing. Different Katy Perry songs. <laughs> Wait, mine was Roar. What was yours? Um, honestly, it was Teenage Dream, which was a lot. <laughs> I could not tell you because I was so distracted by how sad the bartender it's was. Not a good place. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, it's not. It's not a good place. Flirting with like an Italian tourist. No. It was not comfortable on either end. Um, okay, last <laughs> question for today. Um, Thank God. What is Ryan Murphy talking about? <laughs> 
This is my favorite game in the entire world. It's honestly fun for me as well. <laughs> um, I think for a feud to work on this show, the show being feud, it has, to, it has to have decades of pain behind it. But if they're still feuding at 40, I might consider it. I'll call them up in a couple years. Katy Perry and Taylor Swift. Yeah. Good guess. Thank you. Um, I got nothing. If they're still feuding in 40 They're people years. very close to him. He's personally friends with both of them. Or has been. Were they on Glee? Is it like yes. a, a Leo Michelle? Naya Rivera? Yes. Yeah. Leo Michelle Naya Rivera. <laughs> Shout out to whichever um, reporter asked him if he would consider covering that feud, which is such a huge Yeah, whoever question. that reporter is, come on our podcast. Come on our podcast, <laughs> honest to God. Or at least call in. We have a number now. <laughs> yes, okay, so. Oh, important, important. A few points of business. Um, one, don't forget to follow us, Was Glee Good, on Instagram and Twitter. I'm honestly getting sadder we don't have more Instagram followers, and I'm going to have to start using hashtags, listeners, so Just please follow using us. hashtags. Uh, you can send us an email, wasgleegood at gmail.com. Let us know, um, what you think, what you want to know more about, questions, comments, do you hate Will Schuster's hair? We do, too. Um, <laughs> you can also, if you want to call in and leave us a comment for us to use on the show, give us a call. The number is 330-366-6130. That's 330 330- Three six 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 one three zero. You'll notice the area code is in Lima, Ohio. Um, I don't know what's going on, so <laughs> got a lot of attention to details. Sure. Anyway, yeah, rate and review per usual. Stay in touch. Stay in touch. <laughs> Unless you hate this podcast, in which case, fuck off. Fuck off. Don't tell us. Don't tell us. They don't We're very know. fragile. Don't. Yeah, I'm very. A lot hanging on this. <laughs> Self-image wise. Um, that's it. And that's it. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna do the this day in history because the only thing I found was that um, the guy who murdered Jessica Lunsford, Oof. like the Jessica's law, do Jessica. No. <laughs> That's the only thing that happened on this day. He, it's not even like he murdered her on this day. No, he, he died, died. separately. <laughs>